That's going to be tough to put down. Could always just you know, listen, you know, you know, I'm feeling nice if I refill this before the end of the episode. Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast. I'm here with uh, a familiar face for me. Uh, maybe not be you know so familiar for you guys, but this is the sponsor of the show, um, Anthony Merritt. What's up, man? Hi. How's it going? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> cheers, man. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Always do that to start the show. Ooh. I know you don't want to sip that, but whatever. Oh, my fuck. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> so... For those of you who don't know what I'm drinking, this is Proper 12. Um, I bought this in memory of Conor McGregor's career because he got his ass whooped, so <laughs> I might as well support him in another way. Sucks just like he ended up. Yeah, no, it was horrible. But, um, yo, welcome. Uh, thank you for being a sponsor, man. I, I really appreciate hey, no it. No problem, bud. Honestly. And, uh, you know, it, it does. Uh, we've had our conversations about it, and, you know, it means a lot. You, uh, you're helping me do some, some cool shit here, so yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, man, if you do what you want to do, you do what you like, man. I'd love to support it, honestly. Yeah, so um, for those of you who don't know, uh, he does the whole mechanical HVAC spiel, you know? Yeah. So what what kind of what kind of stuff you want to advertise, man? Well, um, we do uh, everything HVAC pretty much. Um, I, we specialize in more AC than heat, but uh, we do heating and air conditioning installs, um, it's pretty much just me and I have a partner of mine that's just manages everything, um, licensure and all that. Living the American so, dream, man. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. Owning a business Making is your great. Own damn money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know, uh, Anthony here for, I've known you for how many years now? I think since what uh, I was since maybe you were a freshman. So freshman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, because we played at Derby, Derby and, and everything yes. like that, and we went to the same school. Yep. Um, and, yeah, he's been uh, playing football after high school. I didn't even know about it. Flag football. Yeah, but... flag football, flag football. Can't do the contact stuff anymore. Nah. But, but like, I'd is love there, to, but. Is there, like, a little bit of contact, though, or are you guys just? Um, we did a league in Waterbury that was pretty much contact. Um, there was linemen. There was all that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm in a league right now in Stratford that is uh, – there's contact, like contact that you can't avoid. Yeah. But um, not anything that's crazy. You okay. Because we all we all got to get up and go to work the next day. You know. Damn. Yeah. So that was like my biggest fear. I went to go play full contact in Portugal, um, and that was my biggest fear. Is like, dude, if I get hurt, I don't think I'm gonna be able to go back and like work once I'm all done with my long vacation, if you call it. Exactly. And, and I was just worried the whole time and. You know, like I said earlier in the earlier episodes, I think I got a concussion out there, like my fourth one. So uh, we'll see how that. Your concussions are no joke. <laughs> no, that's what killed me. No, um, yeah, that was concussion number four. I'm pretty sure. So we'll see how that plays out in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I think I think I'm around there too. So yeah, I don't know. I might not be able to make podcasts forever now, but um, dude, can we just admit right off the rip that? Emmett had like, you know, shout out to Emmett for, you know, making improvements to the school and everything. But dude, 
the conditions we uh, were in, man. That shit was horrible. So that was that, that was, was like a jail cell. Definitely type of an school. experience. Definitely an experience. It was. Uh, I mean, once Miss Laboudier got in there, she made the best of what she had. But other than that, I'm man, not saying it's it like was... working with. It's like becoming the head coach of the Detroit Lions or the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. and you're just like, well, I got to work with what I got. Let's go. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um. So, I don't know if it was as strict, but. I remember before getting there, the upperclassmen telling us that, like, they were able to wear jeans and, like, it was... It got more strict over the years. Yeah. Um, uh, being an HVAC, we always had to wear our uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, during academics, there was probably the first year you could probably wear jeans, but and you that went, was about it. You went right into HVAC right after high school, right? Oh, yeah. I was in HVAC before I went into Emmett. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it was that's a something thing. that... Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why... Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, see, me, I just... See, as dumb as it sounds, I picked my shop because all my friends were going to that shop. Yeah, Yeah, and it was so stupid because if I could go back and do it now, I don't do electrical, but if I could go back and do it now, I'd pick auto so that I could have some sort of like, you know, auto mechanic type of know-hows or even culinary so I could cook a banging meal yeah. or something i mean if i could cook in it or not but yeah something that you could just do yeah no and and so like the fact that i picked my shop based off where my friends were i i i regret that i do because hey, hey. at the end of the day like you're at the same school so you'll see them so it's like i would have just picked a different shop but yeah did they uh so my biggest thing with that was i mean we we made friends regardless it didn't really matter so it was yeah. like um once you picture shops and all that, you just make friends where you're at, you know, but yeah. you can't ever regret nothing, man. You really can't because no. it's not going to be, you know, it is what it is, man. I mean, the only thing I regret is not like, like you heard before, uh, taking football seriously. I really wish that we could, you know, because it's like, <laughs> it's hard, man. It was hard to take that seriously. Honestly, there, yeah. there wasn't even a weightlifting program. Um, there was a, the big thing with, uh, I mean, we, we lifted when we were in Derby, but you know that that was traveling there was yeah, rough. Yeah, dude. I remember the do. one day that we tried actually um, lifting at school. We had the whole gyms, you know, to ourselves. I think it was in the summer. It was during our like little summer conditioning program. And um, oh, you guys had that? We it was so that, pathetic, no. dude. It was so <laughs> pathetic. It was not anywhere near what you would expect. I mean, we did mostly running we didn't lift and and when we did lift we were in a closet sized weight room and we didn't know what we were doing uh very minimal supervision because you had like two coaches in charge of like 30 kids and um like the form wasn't there the weights like different variety of weights weren't there and it was just really shitty conditions for being oh, a yeah. state school oh, yeah. is really shitty conditions and you would think that like a school ran by the state that there would be more resources available but nah unfortunately a new program you got to prove yourself first i mean yeah. i bet you they got some shit now but yeah. probably yeah. not well i haven't even been to the new school have you yeah oh yeah how's uh, it look when they did the open house for all the alumni when mm-hmm. they first built it um it went in it, it honestly it looks like a whole completely different building 
It, it's crazy. Honestly, it's crazy. Yeah, I haven't even I haven't even gone. I wish I did. Um, but I I don't. I don't know, man. I feel weird going there. Well, who am I going to go see? You know, like a teacher that <laughs> well, I haven't luckily, talked to. Luckily, I was really good with everybody in there. Yeah. Um, Miss Boudier and all the guidance counselors. There's still a few teachers there that I was pretty cool with, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's tough now. Like even um, my freshman teacher, Mr. Lemma, isn't there no more. Yeah. For HVAC. Yeah, and, I remember him. Um, you know, Mr. Blades, I think, is still there, but I haven't talked to him. You know, in honestly, years, though, he, yeah. he was a good dude. Yeah, he was cool. He really cared. He cared a lot, man. If there was a coach, first of all, I think Blade was on the football program for a little bit, like on and off. Yeah, yeah. Helping out in yeah. my senior year, especially. Um, if there was anybody who cared about the kids, it was him, man. Like, he really, like, genuinely heard you out and, like. Yeah. Um, he was a good quarterback yeah, he back cared. in the day, too. He cared. Probably because his, his daughter was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as a freshman when I was a senior. And so he knows, like, all right, these kids, they're kids. They're not adults. You can't, yeah, you yeah. cannot, like, yes, you do have to, like, yell at them. But, like, you cannot yell at them to the point where they want to walk off your field. My man was loud as hell. Let me tell you. He was loud. Oh, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, it came, like, you could tell where his intentions were. You oh, could yeah. tell oh, yeah. you know, what kind of dude he was. He well, was, he was a, cool a successful dude. basketball coach for how long, you know? And yeah. he did volleyball and all yep. that shit. Yeah, no, definitely. So, he was definitely a good dude. Honestly, though, um, my opinion of him changed a little bit because I always liked him. But I called him up. Uh, I was doing a side job by where he lived. Yeah. And uh, I called him up. I said, hey, look, I need some help. You know, I, I ran into this problem here. He actually drove out and came to give me a hand. That's the kind of dude exactly he is. How, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of dude he is. It, he cares a lot about the kids, man, honestly. And even after they, you know, like, oh, you have your own business? Okay, well, you know, you have a problem? I'll help you. Like, that's how it should be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Instead yeah. of being like, yo, fuck you, like trying to shoot you down. So that, Well, m- mostly people that are in the business do that if you're like competition, but he's not. Exactly. You're not yeah, his competition because he works for a school. Um but anyway, screw Emmett. We don't need to talk. <laughs> we don't need to talk all that. But I mean, honestly, you got the shirt on and everything. Good for them, though, yeah. Repping. Repping. Condor football. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know what the fuck a condor was until our my senior year. Yeah? That's yeah. a big-ass bird. That's yeah, what that I was is. like, what the fuck? Like, I was just so confused, man, the whole time. Like, I would see a bird run around. I was like, is it a hawk? Is it like a what? What is this thing? And I get, especially our mascot there. That was an ugly ass bird. Yeah, that's for sure. I was like, what is that? And uh, uh, condor's a condor, I guess it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big ass bird. So what? While we're on the topic of like football and everything, what's your what's your NFL team? Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Damn, oh, yeah, son. Fan. Oh yeah. So how do you feel about how this year ended? Trash. Trash? Yeah, they played like garbage. Dude, I've been saying it since week 11. They uh, Actually, great. no, week 12. When they lost that game, their mm-hmm. first game, yep. I said, yo, they're done. It's done. They're done. Oh, and, and it sucked because, like, to be honest with you, I was rooting for them to, like, upset the Chiefs or something uh, because I really, for some weird reason, I don't like the Chiefs. It's real easy to hate it's the hard. best team. It's hard. You know? It's hard not to like them. They're just so energetic and young. But it's great. I feel like everybody likes them, so it's like I hate them for that. You know? So it's like. You could tell me. So here's my biggest thing with the NFL and all that. Everybody talks about how Tom Brady is the GOAT. You don't and think that, so? That just, oh, no. No Ooh. way. No way, man. Who's the GOAT then? Honestly? Yeah. Drew Brees. What? Drew Brees, greatest quarterback of all time. You think so? 100%. 100%. How do you figure? 
Look at the look at the stat books. Okay, the stats. Yeah, he has better stats. So okay. I would say other Tom than Super Brady, Bowl rings, Tom Brady is the most winningest. Mm-hmm. That's a word. Yeah, he is the best winner. He's been surrounded by a lot of talent in his days. Damn, as much as everybody, son. as much as everybody says, oh no, he he didn't have that much talent. No, he 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 had a lot of talent. Hot fucking take, man. But you know, it's I would say you know look at like I said, look at the stat books, mm-hmm. and people are gonna rip me up for this, but I don't care. But honestly, look at the stat books. Okay, you know, Drew Brees owns every record. Listen, that's cool and all. And he's a year behind yeah i think i think you're wrong i think you're wrong and listen at the end of the day it's up for debate anybody you know that's like saying who's better jordan or lebron or whatever well it's like people people would throw aaron Rodgers in that too and i, yeah. I completely agree with yeah. that as well but yeah. if you're looking at the greatest of all time you have to look at the record books here's my thing right when you go and you take in your first year a whole other team to the super bowl in your first year, granted, he does have a super team. He has all that talent on his team. Um, I don't know. To me, that shows a lot. That shows a lot. And Do you see who they surrounded him with? He has the best Super Bowl comeback in NFL history. He's got the best team in NFL history. Not not when he – no. Offensive? Not, dude, Offensive I would team say, right now. I would say Atlanta was as good, if not slightly better, that year that they came back on him in the Super Bowl when he was on the Patriots. I say Atlanta was potent. They had uh, Julio Jones, Avante Freeman. Like, they were going nuts. Um, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I mean, for some people, it's a no-brainer. But I guess for you, you know, it's Drew Brees. Fuck it. Speaking of Tom Brady, though, we got the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, By the time you guys hear it, probably, you know, you should know, at least, who the fuck won. (laughs) (laughs) It is going to be Tuesday. Um, So, who do you got? I got the Chiefs. Yeah? Yep. Like, blowout, tight game? Uh, tight game only because uh, I believe more and more that the NFL is getting scripted. Mm. That's another fucking because hot if take. Because if, if you put a Chiefs team against that Buccaneers team, their yeah. offense can't be stopped. A Chiefs team? Chiefs offense. But the Buccaneers defense is not that bad. Yeah, but it's the Chiefs offense. Yeah, but uh, you got Patrick Mahomes coming in healthy. Okay. So you saw what he did last game against the Bills. Yeah. So you got him coming in healthy now. Now you got Tyreek Hill. You got Travis Kelsey. First off, just just on that alone, you know what I mean? Who's got the speed to cover Tyreek Hill? Ah, see, here's my thing. Um there's a comedian out there by the name of Bill Burr, and he says it perfectly. Um, the The team that's going to be able to beat this Kansas City Chiefs team is someone who takes that offense off the field, right? So they'll double team, if you can, Tyreek Hill, and let Travis Kelsey go off. What are you going to do about Hardman, though? Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, no, nah, you hope for the best with that. But if you got a double team one, you go double team Tyreek Hill. Don't do not let him burn you for two hundred yards. Yeah, but that's the thing. They tried that. They tried that. Um, the Browns tried that. Yeah, and the Browns. It worked. The Browns for a little were, while. The, the Browns, like Bill Burr said, the Browns were the best team to beat them because they have a solid running game and a great defense. However. They let so Kansas City goes down the field, scores quick. 
<laughs> I'm not sold on him whatsoever. Not yet. He has he has to he has a lot to prove. He has come up a lot though. I'll give him that. No, he he showed he showed some some signs of franchise quarterback um, oh, yeah. play this year, but I still have to see him take his team to the next level as far as like that's maybe another, AFC championship. That's another team though that you know, you surround a guy with enough talent, he's going to look good. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, Granted, a lot to put, prove. You put Odell Beckham Jr. in the playoffs, mm-hmm. they do a little bit more, you know. Yeah. They relied heavy on Jarvis Landry. Heavy. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, Kansas City, Kansas City let or Kansas City went down the field up against Cleveland, scored, right? Cleveland had to punt, I think, on the second one, if not mm-hmm. score a field goal. Then Kansas City went down and scored again. Um, where the Cleveland Browns fucked up was that they thought, okay, we're fucked. We have to go into a shootout with them, which you're not winning a shootout against Kansas City. I don't so, think there's a team right now that can win that shootout. No, no fucking chance. And so they fucked up, they panicked, and they went into shootout mode, which is the last thing you want to do. If they kept running the ball – and they were patient. They ha- they would have a chance to win. They would have to get a couple stops. Patrick Mahomes, I think that was the game that Patrick Mahomes got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if you were patient, right, and you just ran the ball, ran the ball, stayed patient, didn't get sucked into that. Man, you would you would put yourself in a position to really have the game. Like they are the most equipped team to beat Kansas City by you know, running the ball, keeping their offense off the field, chewing the clock, and keeping it like a low-scoring game. Yeah. You know, they fucked up. They didn't do it. That is the best running duo in the NFL, though. But, Honestly, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I would say so. Right now, I would say so. I would say. But I, mean, I gotta say, the Steelers made it pretty far without having a running back that's any halfway decent. So damn. See, part, you know, so you said something earlier that was controversial. Um, the NFL being scripted. Part of me wants to say that the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl because it's scripted. Uh, you mean like because the Rays won and Yeah, I mean, well you got to also think too what kind of story would it be if Tom Brady goes out beating the best quarterback, arguably the best quarterback in football right now, um in his home stadium which has never been done before, gets his 7th ring, lucky number 7 and um and then he bounces Rides off into the sunset. That'd be good. I wouldn't mind that at all, honestly. But that's scripted, though. I wouldn't mind it at all, though. Get him out of the league. Get him out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What what I fear is that the the sports world, basketball. Uh, I mean, the NBA had some shit too, where you know the referees were being a little scandalous. I mean, with look their at that. Look shit. at that Green Bay and and Tampa Bay game. What do you mean? With the non-pass interference calls, but the pass interference calls, and the dude, my man had him in a chokehold, and they didn't call that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know, man. Like, I hope it. I hope sports could stay true and not fucking. You know what they see is they see Vince McMahon with all that money in his pocket. That's what they see. Yeah, they're trying to go. You know, I don't know. But I'm hoping, honestly, as a as a football person as somebody that loves the sport i honestly hope that it's not getting to that point nah but college but football be. looks better and better because they know they ain't getting nah there's too much too many too many fucking egos there that just they don't i mean trust me don't get me wrong the ncaa they make money but 
I don't know. I don't. I can't picture that being scripted. I just want to see like the game get played for the fun of it. You know what I mean? Like old Cam Newton used to play the game for the fun of it. You know yeah. that's why I love. I, I personally I love Cam Newton as bad of a quarterback as he is. I love him just because when they're having fun, they're having fun. You know that's why I like Tyreek Hill. Like it, there's a, a fine line between showboating and a fine line between having fun. You know, yeah. and honestly, when Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill get on the field, they have fun. Yeah, and dude, that's honestly, that's something that I enjoy watching. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster, he brought light back into the Steelers. I'm not gonna lie, know? when we played football, we were obviously a, we had a losing record, and so you know, yeah, losing was no, it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I had fun though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I still oh, yeah. had no, fun. We had a good time, but and I would still talk shit to my friends. And I would talk shit to the people on the other team, and it was, for me, it was fun. I, I didn't care so much about winning because I already had it in my head. Like, listen, we're a first year program. We're not, we're not we're not going to the playoffs. We're not, you know, we're not gonna do, make a big. Dent. Nah, you ain't gonna make a big. Not dent at yet, all. not yet. It takes years and years to develop a program. Uh, I mean, I had fun. I made the best of it. That's one thing I can say. However, I do wish I took it more seriously. It's hard to it's hard to take it seriously though when it was like that, honestly. Because all all you want to do was go fucking home and hang out with your friends, or get out of practice and go play video games with your friends and all this shit, and yeah, like yeah. you couldn't. So that's the only, just that immature mindset, you know. Yeah, yeah. So well, if it was more structured and more into it, yeah, then it would have been a lot easier to be like, all right, well, this, you know what I mean? Well, let's let's get to let's get to playing, you know. Like when we were all in derby. It was a lot different than when we went switched over to Emmett. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Uh, have you done any, like, traveling after high school? Like, have you gone anywhere outside the States, or do you, ju- you just hopped right into work? I uh, So I hopped a lot into work, but I also bowl. So that helped me out with traveling and all that. Cool. Um, I've been to 38 – 38 of the 50 states? I never understood, like, I, like, dude, I can't fucking, either the holes are too big for my fucking fingers, or they're too <laughs> fucking small, and, like, I don't know, I feel so fucking stupid trying to, like... So, luckily, I have my own, and that fit uh, my hand. fancy motherfucker yeah. um, I've actually, uh, I went to national tournaments for the past four or five years, minus... Uh, you say Nashville? Uh, national tournaments. Oh, I thought you said Nashville. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I've been to Vegas twice, Reno twice, and Damn. El Paso. Damn. Uh, which I drove to El Paso with my uncle. What? That yeah. must have been fun. Uh, 40 hours straight, no breaks. It was Damn, you guys didn't take breaks? Nope. You guys just we take switched turns? Off. Oh, we switched Jesus. off a few times. You know, whatever. whenever we went to get gas, if it, it, it is what it is. Um, we ended up switching a few times, but it was definitely uh, – Definitely something crazy to do. I would never what? do it again, but that's like some cross country shit. Like it was an experience, okay, to say the least. Yeah. So we took a forty hour ride there, and we didn't really see much. You know, we stopped in a few places, okay. You know, just to look and see what's what. Um, but on the way back, we ended up taking. So we went down through Tennessee and down into Texas. So we went downward. Yeah. When we went back, we went up to the four corners and then went upward. So I was able to see all. Shit. On the way back, we spent a few days, uh, three or four days, getting back. Just and every to see. state you go to, it like gets progressively different. 
Like you go down south, it's completely different than up here. It depends. So like if you get you get to a certain point and it's the same. It's literally just the same. Yeah. Um the craziest thing was driving through Tennessee on the highway mm-hmm. and they uh uh, you're doing about 80 because there's no no speed limits, 80, 90 miles an hour. Speed limit's like 75. So Shit. you're just cruising. And uh, it's dark out. We're driving and everybody's sleeping in the car. So I'm just going and there's like 150 deer lining the sides what? of the roads just chilling there. Dude, that would freak me the fuck out. Dude, I slammed on my brakes. My uncle freaked out because it was his car we were driving. Oh, he was man. like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just a little nervous right now. I'm just tripping fucking yeah. balls. Because oh, <laughs> man. At first, so um, we lived on five-hour energies like oh, for that whole trip. Those are so bad for you, They're man. so bad, but they're so good. They're like, so bad. At I one mean, point, I thought I was in the future. You thought you were in the future? Yeah, yeah I swear to God. Like you could see it wait, in the future. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, you were tripping balls on five hour energy? Yeah, yeah. Well, because they How say to take, take they say to take like one a day, right? Okay. I might have done like three or so in a forty hour period. Damn, you were on fifteen so, hour energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, actually fuck. we got there before we even got there, is what what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> um Yo. No, but uh it was definitely it was definitely a nice trip, honestly. Uh, it, it's definitely something if if everybody could travel, honestly, if you can travel, do it. Dude, that's the first thing I did. That's the first yeah. thing I did and I didn't stop and Well, then... I followed I followed your Portugal trip when you were doing the vlogging and stuff. Yeah, that shit was fun. And you then, know, um, it was different. They uh so I've only been out of the country twice. I've been to the Dominican Republic. Okay. And I've been to Jamaica for a wedding. Oh, I've been to Jamaica. That shit's fun. Jamaica was fantastic. Dude, fantastic. as soon as we stepped we went on a cruise. As soon as we stepped off the dock, because mm-hmm. uh, you have to take a little boat from the cruise to the dock, and then you get to go, you know, experience Jamaica, and then you go back to the cruise after. Um, as soon as we stepped foot on Jamaica, dude, we had so many people trying to sell us weed, oh. stuffing weed in our fucking <laughs> bags. I'm like, dude, I'm eight years old, and this yeah, dude's yeah. trying to sell me weed. I'm like, excuse me, sir, what? Like, I'm so confused, and <laughs> it was a good time, though. It was a good so time. we spent uh, six days in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and we went. I went for a wedding uh, for my best friend and his wife, and it was a fantastic time. Uh, the hotel kind of sucked, but it was a great time nonetheless. Cool. And uh, the people on the beach there, they'll sell you anything. I swear. Yeah. You tell no, them, seriously. hey, look, I need like a pair of shoes, a pair of Nikes. I'll give you ten bucks for them. They'll go the and find them. something and bring it back to you the next day and be like, yo, I got, I got you. Damn, it's crazy. I didn't get all that. Nah, that's that's nah, a good nah, nah. treatment, man. No, no, no. It was it was good. Like, I didn't. I, didn't I mean, they're definitely that, fake Nikes or oh, stolen for yeah, ten bucks. Stolen. But yeah, I was about to well, say. They, damn, what? That's crazy. Yeah. So no, that was definitely it. Was a good trip. How's the Dominican? I never been there. Dominican was. Uh, it was something. Your whole tone just changed. It was something. <laughs> so uh, if you're on resort in the Dominican and I. Other people may have different experiences. Just don't drink the water there. No, nah, don't drink nothing there. Um, <laughs> so when you're on resort, everything's straight. Um, mm-hmm. The beaches are a little sketchy if you get to the edges. But um, when we were taking the the taxi from the airport to our resort, that was where the sketchy part was because you see people with like uh, dirt bikes with AKs on their back riding next to you and all that stuff. It, it was pretty. It, it's but definitely a different country. But I don't think they fuck country. with you. Unless you look for it. Yeah, well, 
I or you're know. flashing. I don't know you're that. Fla- That's for unless sure. you're flashing something. Well, that was my whole thing. So, like, everyone was like, oh, you know, make, make sure you cover up your tattoos and all that because that means you got money around here. And I'm like, well, it's kind of hard for me to cover up tattoos. Especially with that hand tattoo. Yeah, well. Jeez. <laughs> well. Over there, go um, shake somebody's hand and all of a sudden, like, go. Well, I didn't I didn't have my hand tattoo back then. So oh, okay. that was it was a little bit easier. But I only packed T-shirts and, you know, shorts. So. Well, you're on the resort, though, at that point. Yeah, yeah. Once you're on the resort, it's straight. It's it's, it's honestly so you a great need, time. All right, so People for those are of you good listening, and all that. You need a long sleeve shirt when you go from the airport to the resort, and yeah, then after real. that, you're good. Damn. For real. I mean, shit. I I got some crazy traveling stories that I could only say off off the off the mic, but <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. We'll a, talk about that later. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the world's a great place, though. Like you gotta travel, man. Oh, I yeah. keep telling people you gotta fucking get out there so and go see. So my boy, um, the kid that um, really good friend of mine, one of my best friends. He's a little older than me. He actually rented out my downstairs for a little while because um, he needed a place to stay, and uh, he ended up going on a three month backpack of europe no shit yeah so uh it was the one thing like when his mom passed away he promised her that he'd do it Mm -hmm. and once he got the inheritance and all that he went and did a backpack three months in europe went to i think it was like 51 different cities 17 countries you go to europe that's where you backpack don't try to backpack asia um i've had a bad experience with that but uh let me tell you he said he had a few bad experiences but he kind of manned up and said yeah it was good and they were oh like, yeah right, i mean no, no, i mean you you, you you know if, if you want you'll find trouble there's trouble everywhere well, they tried, yeah yeah they tried actually charging him like i think he said they tried charging him like 200 euros for like three beers for like tourist tax and he was like nah fuck that i ain't paying that shit threw 20 bucks on the table and he was like yeah i'm good and the big bouncer came by, and he was like, dude, either you're going to fuck me up or I'm leaving. So, And uh, the bouncer was like, all right, whatever. And uh, he yeah, ended up getting I, out yo, of there. You but... cannot, bro. They'll take advantage of you. They'll take advantage of you. Damn, son. This shit's, this shit's fucking pretty tough. Tough spelled T-U-F-F. Tough. I think I've only seen you take like three sips of that. So I mean, it was up to here. Look, it's wet up there. Oh, and maybe because that I, was a splash, man. That was the splash. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> nah, that shit's tough. Uh, Told you, man. When we used to do beer nights, you just drink whatever you don't like. You know, chug it. Why I'm not? not fucking chugging that. It's only a little bit of whiskey. I, we have a podcast to do, my guy. Come on. I don't want to fucking be over here like so. This one time. <laughs> This up. one time at band camp? Yeah, for real. <laughs> so, those of you who are watching might be noticing Anthony keep looking at his phone. Why don't you tell him why you keep looking at your phone, man? Because <laughs> I got to make sure my my uh, my girlfriend doesn't pop the kid out. Because uh, <laughs> she's 37 weeks pregnant? Yeah, so my guy's about to have a baby. Yeah. Damn, dude. You ready for that? I don't. I don't know, man. I don't think life I could do it. Life goals, right there. Life, life goals. Life goals. I don't think I could be ready for that. So at first you're not ready, and then, so you go through a roller coaster. Honestly, man. Yeah. It's like so at first when you find out you're nervous as shit, you're like, oh man, I don't know if I really, you know, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if this is in the budget. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, no, I got some stuff I got to do first. <laughs> when's the return date? Yeah. When's the <laughs> so. So the first, I don't know, probably few months, you're like, oh, man, I'm shitting bricks. Mm-hmm. And then it goes away for a little while. And then, like, 
once you start getting to that point, like probably two weeks ago, we got the green light. So if it happens, it happens. There's no, they're not going to stop it. They're not going to try to be like, Oh no. So if she, if her water breaks, it's, it's going to happen. Damn. So that's when it was like, Oh man, like this is, this is getting real now. And then, um, so, but like now, cause we're at that point where it's been like, it's been two weeks since he said that. So now we're at like, well, you know, let, let's go. Come on. Like, yeah, let's, you, let's, you're gonna let's hurry up. We're, we're already yeah. at, we're, we're, we're past nine months at this point. You know, let's just come on. Like, See, I, the, you can come out anytime. One thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that I'm worried about if I ever have kids is getting like shit on my hand. Cause like <laughs> if I get shit on my hand, I might throw up a little bit. You're going to get shit. You're going to get pissed. Don't That's matter, man. What? What? Like, Man, it's going to be different. So what I've been told is it's going to be different when it's your kid. You know what I mean? Because I had that same thing. Like, I don't do well. with. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I don't give a fuck whose kid it is. <laughs> if it's my kid, your kid, anyone's kid. If I get shit on me, I'm done. I'm done. I'm walking away. You ever taken care of a really good friend after a really drunk night? No. No. N- not oh. involving shit. Oh, forget it. No. <laughs> Maybe I got too many stories. Yeah, though. maybe that's fucking horrible. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I've man. had the, I've been that friend, not shit. No, 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 no. I've, been, I've, I've, ha- I've been that friend, like, dude. I've, I've fucking, I think somebody caught me like peeing in the corner, like standing up, <laughs> peeing in the corner of my room, and then walking over to my bed, you know, and peeing on my bed. Remind me not to invite you over for a party. Uh, I was blackout drunk <laughs> and. uh and yeah, I was testing out my uh, liver to see where my limits were, and that was pretty much my limit. So I've had a lot of people that try to keep up. I've always had a really good tolerance. Mm. Oh, I mean, because well, uh, drink one of one of these, and we'll see how <laughs> how good your fucking tolerance is. I don't do whiskey. No, I got, nah, okay, all right, all right, all right. I don't do that. Uh, vodka, though. Anytime you want to go shot for shot with me, with I vodka, cannot we'll do, do shot that. for shot on vodka. No way, no way. I'd fucking puke. I'd puke at like eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love vodka. All right. Vodka's so, so, thing. so without exaggerating, right? Without, uh, you know, trying to hype yourself up, what's like the max shots you could do? Shots I can do mm-hmm. in how long of a period? A night out. Maybe. In a night out? Oh, that's, that depends. Um, well, I'm not going to say, yo, take so, a shot every five minutes. So, when I used to go to uh, the bar in town there, because mm-hmm. I don't know if we're giving nah, any plugs uh, away or what. Yeah, but, no, no, no um, plugs here. So bar in town there. Yeah, so uh, that main bar that everybody goes to. Mm. Uh, when I was there, we used to do. Man, that was when Jack Fire was fantastic. No, no, no. Your 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 vodka. Oh, vodka. Yeah. So I never really. So when I drink vodka, I never go out and drink it. I always drink it when I'm home. So okay. me and my buddy uh, Steve, we always when we were to do work in the house or when we do stuff like that. But we'd start at like three in the afternoon, go to like eleven, you know, probably sixteen, eighteen shots, uh, and then beers throughout. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to so, um, and I actually have people that can vouch for me on that. Uh, we used to kill sleeves, and we used to. I, I've made a lot of people throw up. I'll give out because I'm not gonna do this often, but since you know it's a special occasion, I'll give out. One very embarrassing story of my drinking days. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I was uh, 15 in Portugal. And uh, in Portugal, if you're tall enough to see over... 
Speaking of vodka, <laughs> is that vodka? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Grape Smirnoff. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, I'm I'm four or I'm 15 years old, right? 15? Yeah, maybe. I think I was 15, either 15 or 14. Um, and if you're over the bar, like if you could see over the bar, you pretty much could drink. Could drink They're not yeah, gonna yeah. card you. Um, so I spent a summer in Portugal. You know, needless to say, I drank a lot. Um, and this one night, we had like this bar that we would go to to pregame before going to the nightclub. The nightclub's open at like 3 a.m. You go to the bar at like 10.30. So you go to the bar at 10.30, drink till 3 a.m. You could go to the bar at like 12 too because that's a lot of hours drinking. Yeah. Usually you go for dinner, you chill, you drink, you, you relax. Maybe go home, take a shit before you got to go to the, the, the nightclub or whatever. I don't know. But you don't fucking – you don't stay there for five hours. You could go there whenever really. Unfortunately, we went there for five hours I think. And um, this particular night, we – there was like 50-cent tequila shot night. And Rough. yeah. That sounds like a great yeah. night gone bad. Yeah, so it did. Um, <laughs> first – we had me and my cousin split a liter and a half of beer each. Okay. Or no, we split three liters of beer, so that came out to a liter and a half each of beer. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fucking beer. Yes. And then um, we decided to partake in the uh, 50 cent shots. And so one shot turned into the next. What kind of tequila was it? No fucking clue. Like it was well, horrible. Like well tequila? Like gross? It was like... cold, clear tequila. At least it was cold. At least it was cold. You're yeah. right. I don't think towards the end of the night, I don't think it was cold because I think we killed a bottle, and I think they had to take a bottle out of the closet, so the last ones were warm. But look, if you're killing a bottle of tequila, that shit don't matter if it's warm by the end of it. No. No, I, I didn't feel a thing. So especially after a liter and a half of beer, and remind you, you know, I'm four, 14, 15. This is going to be pretty bad. Uh we started indulging in the shots of tequila. Next thing you know, one shot, two shot, three shots. I got, I get to shot twelve, and I'm fucked up. I am so fucked up. That'll do it. Yeah. And this whole time, we've been sitting down. <laughs> we've been sitting down this whole time, and uh, it's that getting up thing. That it sucks. was time. Yeah, it was time. In Portugal, you have this thing where you go to like a, a cafe or a bar. Yeah, just check it. We go to a cafe or a bar, and um, and they just come to you. It's almost like you're at a restaurant, but like you're at a little whatever, a small little thing, small table like this outside or whatever. And um, and so I'm drinking all this shit, sitting down, and it's time to go to the nightclub. We decided to go early because we're wasted, and that you could go at like two. I think they open up, but it really doesn't get like popping until three, four. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> we're in the nightclub. It's ladies' night. So all my cousins got in for free. I had to pay like 10 euros. And um, and we're all dancing, having a good time. And, um, and next thing you know, I went to the bathroom. I go up to the sink right after I take a piss. That look in the mirror is oh, always the best. It killed me, bro. It killed me. <laughs> so I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you piece of shit. <laughs> and Why knew, would you do this to me? Yeah. And so I went to go wash my hands and the sink wasn't working like the sensor. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
So then I finally get the other one next to it to work. And then as soon as I get back out to the dance floor, I'm like, oh, fuck. And, like, the <laughs> the lights were going nuts. Yeah, yeah. The room started spinning. And um, I just fucking, like, shoved everybody away because I didn't want to puke all over Everyone. the crowd. So I yeah, just yeah. shoved everybody out of the way. And I just, like, looked down, directly down, and puked on the floor. Right? When you puke in a nightclub in Portugal, you get kicked out. No questions asked, you're done. I think that's that that's, happens in, in yeah, the that's, States, that's too. Yeah, that's standard. That's <laughs> standard stuff. Um, so I knew I was going to get kicked out. So I was, you know, me being me, I'm just going to walk right out. I step in my puke, slip, fall in my puke, crack my head on the floor. I'm knocked out. Next thing you know, I'm being slapped in the face by a buff-ass security guard. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. My cousin, she's like, fucking crazy she's on his back like punching him in the head get off my cousin yo this dude's trying to wake me up right because i was knocked unconscious and um and like we we didn't get arrested or anything but we got kicked out and i'm banned from that nightclub forever um i don't think they'll recognize me now i can't imagine why but ah no me neither dude i (laughs) dude i'm so fucking happy that happened in portugal and not here because i Oh, that would have been. Imagine explaining that to people. No, nah, you can't. You can't. Because honestly, here that shit's on video. That shit's on twenty people's cell phones. You, you, that's I've been done. there too, but that's another. Uh, that's one for off the air. <laughs> but nah, dude, that was me. That's my one thing. Like I've never, I've never really went to the club. That was never, never really nah. my thing. Yeah, I've always been to, like I said, that that bar in mm. town. I've always been there. But you're always... on the outskirts, really, just watching, yeah, kind of yeah. chilling. Yeah, okay. well, no, no, because I'll dance and all that. You've like, probably seen me dancing shit. in there a few times, all drunk and stupid oh, probably, and shit. Probably. <laughs> I had one thing on my mind when I was in there, and that was it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what everybody's mind. <laughs> that's what everybody's mind goes to. I'm, I'm thinking, but, um, man, that was, that was a tough one that night, and like realizing what i did waking yeah, up yeah. the next morning hey listen at least you're only 15 on that one for real yeah i'm walking home covered in puke uh sun's coming up and yeah. uh got puke on my jays horrible <laughs> so the first time the first time i ever really drank because i didn't i didn't really get into it until i was 16 because my brother was like you know you need to make sure you slow down you can't be doing all that yeah before you get a little of age so 16 was that lucky number apparently and um there was another bar that actually shut down already, but um, I've actually was served there that night uh, because I've always been of larger stature, yeah, and I've always had like a beard and all that. So yeah, so they're probably like, yeah, he's probably good. Yeah, we were waiting for a buddy, so it didn't even happen like that. It was like I didn't even go there to drink. It was um, we were waiting for a buddy, and that buddy was a little late, so we ordered his beer first. They okay. put the beer down in front of me, and I was like that good that's it we're gonna go with this so uh that was the same night that we went back to another friend's house and my brother was like oh so you want a drink huh and i'm like yeah i mean i've already had a few beers why not so we started doing uh tequila so the reason i don't drink tequila anymore for this is because uh we used to do patron and Uh, bud light patron and bud light that was all uh, that they drank you would just chase it with bud light 
Or no, you would just, no, just no, slam drank, Bud Light and tequila. No, no, all you night. you would drink tequila, and if you chased it, you were a bitch. So <laughs> I'm a bitch. So what we did? I'm a bitch. Hi guys, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Hi, I'm a bitch. So I don't do that no more. Nope. I always chase my tequila. I always chase it because that's how bitches start puking. Because you know. <laughs> Like I'd rather be a wasting. bitch than the bitch that pukes. At the end of the day, you're going to be a bitch. Either you're going to puke and, and be called a bitch, or you're going to take a chaser, probably not puke, because once that shit hits the back of my throat, I'm like, ugh, ugh. So tequila, I found tequila is definitely a brand name thing that you have to do. So if, you, if you're drinking tequila, you can't have, like, some well bullshit tequila. It's got to be, like... Um, a Camarena, or it's got to be like a Espolona, or like the a, fuck are those? I, it's a, it's a, it's not a high end tequila, but it's a decent tequila. Okay, you know, like you have your Patrons, you have your Jose's. And yeah, all that, I'm a but... very like I need to have like a smooth taste. It cannot be harsh with anything like this right now. This is fucking harsh. You know what I mean? Like flavored vodkas. Yeah, yeah, I could do flavored vodkas. So my thing of choice was always uh, raspberry apple or grape. Smirnoff, mm. and that's always been my drink. It's always been like my thing. So, um, raspberry stole and Sprite when I go out to the bar. All right. If it's not that, I get my Bud Lights and I get my Jack Fire. Shout yeah. out to Jack Fire because they're <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. A lot of Mad sugar though. Mad sugar like bad hangovers for me. So that was my one thing. I never got. I never got a hangover really. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much just. Um, I I have a bad stomach. I have bad like yeah like gastrointestinal sometimes. So like I would puke, but Ugh. it wouldn't be because of hangovers. Yeah, you know what I mean. It'd always be the next day. Dude, I got the be... beer shits every time I drink. Like heavy, like go like test my liver to the limits. Always got the poops the next day. Like if I'm drinking with the guys, yo, we'll be just. Like, it depends. Yo, so I'm you on get the toilet. The... You on the toilet? Yeah. Fuck. You get the shits. <laughs> I got the shits from beer a lot. That was my. <laughs> So, like, vodka vodka was always great to me. Like, tequila was... Yeah. See, I'm very particular with things. Like, it has to fucking be just right, like, smooth. Um, I used to drink... I don't know if you're familiar with Svetka. Svetka? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's yeah, a yeah, Swedish... No. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely a great vodka. What? It's a great vodka. It's a great one? Mm-hmm. You like it? Mm-hmm. Not cool. I, I used to drink the mango one. So, I used to find... So, um... We've had like I've seen you have New Amsterdam here. Yeah, I that was uh, I won't that drink was a bad decision. I won't drink apple New Amsterdam because of a great night that I had. Uh, There's like certain liquors that you can't drink anymore, man. Just you can't drink anymore. So you told an embarrassing story, right? Oh boy! So here I we might go. as well go here. Um, so we were having this this party at my um, my brother's house in Ansonia, and um, he lived with like three other dudes. And it was always a party. It was always great. It was always like, you know, you used to, we used to go and we used to have a great time, beer pong, you know, sometimes there'd be, um, other females and stuff. So it'd be a great time, Yeah. you know? And, uh, so he was like, dude, I got a handle in New Amsterdam, Apple. And I was going through some shit that day. So I was like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it. Ugh. So, um, I ended up drinking probably about three quarters of a handle Ugh. of, Apple, New Amsterdam, plus beers and all that. And I found myself by the end of the night, to make a long story short, I went up, I went outside to get some fresh air. Yeah. And, uh, 
puked in the front of the line. Not as fresh air as you thought. No, no, no. <laughs> so once I got that fresh air, it was like, you know, puked in the front lawn. Mm-hmm. And then um, cops started going up and down the street. So I was like, fuck, uh, I got to get inside. I got to yeah. get inside. And then um, I remember crawling up the stairs because I couldn't walk at that point. Nah. And uh, next thing I remember, a few hours later, they were banging on the door. The cops? No, no, no. Uh, my brother oh, and shit. his friends were banging on the bathroom door because apparently I locked myself in it. Yeah, ain't that the ain't that the <laughs> shit, huh? <laughs> so they finally got me to open the door. I came outside. I laid on the couch and all that. I was like, "Dude, I'm good, man. I'm good." It's, it's you know, I just drank a little too much, whatever. And uh, I ended up puking in his ashtray because they could they didn't have anything else to to puke in. No. So I ended up puking in this kid's ashtray, and uh. I was like, "Dude." Like my bad, man. But <laughs> isn't dude, that the worst time... moment? Isn't that the worst moment when you just gotta look at them with so much sadness in your face and be like, "Yo, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry." So I'm I've doing always this. been, like I said, I've always been the one that everybody tries to drink with. So now that I'm at this point where I just I took it all on my own, like it, I was like, it's definitely like one of the lowest points in your life. I'm always so fucked up, and you ha- just keep apologizing to your friends, like I'm sorry, man. I've always taken care of everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? Whether it be guy, girl, that didn't matter. Like if yeah. you were puking and shit, I would take care of you because I know how that was. Because I, like I said, I started drinking at 16, and then like alcoholism kicks in and whatever. But um, so I've always been the one to take care of people. You know, yeah. and I remember like the people that took care of me when I was at that point, you know, oh, yeah. when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was like, you know what, for me to take care of somebody else when they're, when they're having a moment, you know, whatever, you know, it ain't, it ain't no big deal. Puke, whatever, do whatever you want to do. I'll clean it up. After, <laughs> don't worry. But Damn. that's where like, that's where like, like the baby shit. I'm not too worried about that. Cause uh. I've seen like, I've seen like some, I've seen some shit. So. <laughs> I'm not worried about baby shit. shit. I've seen like human shit. Oh God. Well, damn, that's, that's horrible. I don't know. I don't think I could manage that. But anyways, we'll take a quick break. I want to just mention your company real quick. You know, I'm going to practice in front of you since you're here. That's fine. All right. This show is brought to you by M&S Mechanical Home Improvement LLC. Um, for any HVAC needs, home improvement needs, H or uh, AC and heat installs, AC servicing, sheet metal work, handyman work, just general repairs, um, you can go to this guy right here who's on the show, Anthony, a longtime friend of mine. That's him, and uh, you know, give my boy some business if you uh, if you want to mention my name, if you want a discount, you get five percent off just for mentioning me. Um, you can reach him at 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. If you don't know how to spell mechanical, I'm sorry, but you could figure it out because, you know, there are dictionaries for that. So MS Mechanical and Home Improvement LLC by my boy Anthony Merritt here who's joining us tonight. If you mention this podcast, if you mention this podcast, we'll go 10%. Oh, shit. Because... And that's ten percent of profit. It's not as the whole job because we gotta hook. We gotta hook Paulo up. We gotta yeah. get him. So. <laughs> Shit, you heard him. Ten percent if you mention the podcast. Five percent if you mention me. Uh, you should just mention the podcast. Why wouldn't you mention the podcast, weirdos? <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, man, fucking, I don't know. That's a big step for you to have a kid and all that shit. So that's gonna be dope. Was, so I. I 
always wanted to like i set goals for myself when i was younger yeah like when i was 16 i said look i'm gonna have a, a brand new car when i was 19 mm-hmm. you know, i'm gonna have a house when i'm 21 you know i'm gonna do all this stuff because that's the way i always planned my life out you know yeah and um i was able to i was grateful enough to you know i bought I bought not a brand new car, but I bought yeah. a newer car when I was 19, like I said. And then when. You good? Yeah, I'm just grabbing another drink. Oh, boot stuff. What the fuck? Damn, you know it's real. I'm getting another drink. My bad. You ain't gonna get that though, are you? Huh? You gonna get that Irish whiskey again? Yeah. Oh, man. Come on, I gotta go big. So, I always set goals for myself, and owning a business was always one of them. I just didn't know exactly what I was going to do, you know. Like, I always had, like I said, uh, sheet metal and HVAC was always in the family. You know, my brother's father. (laughs) My brother's father had a sheet metal company when he was, you know, when I was younger. So I started doing the HVAC stuff when I was 13. So granted, I'm only 26 now, 26. Uh, I have 13 years experience in the trade, so. And my partner has 40 years, so that kind of helps out a little bit. But, so I always set, I always set those goals to the point where, you know, I always wanted to, like, I always believed in if you dreamt it, you could do it. Yeah. You know, so that was my biggest. Not an egg. Had to get, had to get my... My next drink on. I was a little bitch on this time around because I mixed some Coca Cola in there. Whew. Got a mixer in that. Yeah, I'm a bitch. Remember, I said me over here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was. I mean, listen, I could drink it with or without, but I want to like, you know, not die on the you show. You got to enjoy it. Yeah, I want to enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, but that's Something why I like just exploded. Don't know what it was. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sounded like it. But that's why, like, I always, so I've always been able to get to my goals from the help of other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, shout out to my mom. My mom, like, I owe everything to my mother. You know, she, she helped. Comes back to Mama so Dukes. she, she helped raise me and she, you know, I was, my childhood wasn't really the greatest, but she made yeah. do, you know, she yeah. always made sure that my shit was good. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying my father wasn't there and, you know, I love my dad, but. You know, my mom was really the reason that I have everything that I have. You oh, know, my work ethic, my everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I I, uh, I definitely commend you for that. You got your own business. You got your kid coming on the way. That's a lot. You know, that's a lot on your plate, man. I'm glad you can handle so I it. Left, I left a cushy job out at uh, West Point uh, Army Base. Yeah. I left a cushy job out there just to make sure that I was back with my kid. And that's why I have well, essentially started the company because. Well, you had to, you know, or else you'd be that dad that wasn't, you know, you're not around for the right reasons. There are dads that aren't around for the wrong reasons, but you, would, you wouldn't be around as much. And you want to be, you know, especially in the early exactly. stages because then they're like, who the fuck is this guy when you come around after? It's like, you know, so you made the right. I think you made the right call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, I do, I do miss that job, but you know, being out on your own and making your own money is really—it's really where it's at. Yeah, man. And the reason I started this is because I've seen, like, I've worked for a couple of different companies, mm-hmm. and to see somebody like an HVAC company going out and charging the the money that they do mm-hmm. to people that you know, granted, they probably have it, 
but they don't deserve to be getting ripped off the way they are. You know, no, no. Granted, yeah. for a, for a trade, you deserve to get paid. Yeah, of course. You know, because you know your shit. You know, yeah. you you have your tools. You have this. You have that. Like, I can't tell you how much insurance and workman's comp and all that is, but it's fucked. Yeah, probably it's expensive. Yeah, but so what? People charge and what they should be charging are way two different things. Because I can do the same job somebody else can do for probably almost half the price. Yeah, and granted, and probably I, quicker, I wanna... same, 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 like result overall yeah. honestly i was just watching like um on facebook somebody was complaining about the guy that did their hvac job and uh i was watching and i saw how much they paid for the job that they got and they sat there and complained about it for you to pay that much you should always love the work that they're putting in you know oh they, yeah you if you're gonna pay yeah like dude that's what i tell people with photos all the time is like you know i'm not the greatest photographer by any means but you know if you want an average or above average picture of quality, yeah. you know, you go with me. I'm I'm a cheap, I got cheap prices. You know, I'll hook you up if I know you. Um, I can't hook everybody up. That's the that's the thing that everybody expects. I can't afford to hook everybody up. Yeah, but, no, no, you got to get paid. Yeah, it. no, of course. And so, um, that's probably why my photography career didn't <laughs> take hey. off. I just hooked everybody up. But listen, that's um, why. Like, even you know, talk about day ones you know i had you take pictures of my car back in the day oh my dude. acura right yo i completely forgot about that yeah you had the acura with the purple trims oh, and purple it was trims, snowing out lights. and we went to great. we went to city hill <laughs> and we just did like a nice little photo shoot there dude no lie i almost couldn't get out of that parking lot yeah yeah but you like, were probably cool you were like yo i'm gonna let him i'm gonna let him leave first i was doing that, I, yeah. I was doing donuts and shit but that was because mostly because i couldn't get out of the parking lot <laughs> He's playing it cool though. Yeah. He got out. He got here. Yeah, and I think yeah, that was like that was my old camera too. That wasn't even my newer camera. Yeah. Yo, I didn't know you still did photography, so I had um, I had my uh, maternity pictures just done. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't advertise it anymore. You know what I mean? Really? I don't like, dude. I don't yeah. like working with people anymore. My type of photography is like going out in the nature and like finding a cool setting and capturing like a perfect moment. Yeah. Or like in a city somewhere. Well, that's like like uh, another friend of mine does that same photography, and like I bought a bunch of. Sorry, I bought a bunch of um. Uh, of her pictures because she did like a uh i don't know how they call it like um the, she rented out like a coffee shop okay and put her pictures up on the walls and like you have like be all the people that come in they tell them about look hey you know here's my uh here's all my pictures and all that you know if you want to buy them here's what they are and this and that so she framed them all did all that so like like i said if you have a passion i enjoy helping that out so i bought like four pictures off her that day that's dope man and you yo now that you met i honestly completely forgot about that photo shoot at, uh, you know in the winter there with your car like dude you fucking you've been very supportive you know what i mean oh, of yeah, a lot man. of people i'm telling you man as long as you're trying to live your dream if you're doing what you got to do to make sure that you're doing something that you love i'm always about it i'm always about Hell it yeah. like, that's how people so that's how much... more people should live yeah. More people should live like that. There's so much people that are like, yo, I, I, I want to do better than you. Like, I want to, I don't want to yeah. see you do your thing. You know what I mean? How about we all just do our thing? Exactly. And we all support each other and exactly. doing it, you know? And that's the way, like, like small businesses are going to keep up. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, the podcast. If podcast blows up, great, dude. Yeah, great. I would hope That'd so. That'd be fantastic. I mean, yo, like I said, you, 
being the first paid sponsor to the show really helped me take this show more seriously because I was doing it for fun. Now yeah. I'm doing it more seriously where I take people's criticism more serious. Uh, I try to like minimize the time I say fuck because like yeah. everybody's like, yo, you say fuck too much. You and, swear way too much. Yeah, I don't give a family fuck, show, actually. Dude, I'll say whatever the fuck show. I want. But I just I, said fuck it like eight times in the last but second. I, the one thing I've learned on YouTube, because I follow like uh, Bradley Martin and I follow the, like bro science and all that. Mm -hmm. Can't swear, man. Oh, no. So don't here's get my demonetized. thing. No, no. Fuck YouTube. <laughs> if they don't want me on there, fuck them. And fuck everybody else who hates them like or hates me for that. I don't care because, dude, I'm going to say how I want to say. They ask me a question every time I upload a video and it says, is this for kids? No. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? For, like, And they're like, yeah, well, any money you would have made on this show, we're going to take that now. No. <laughs> fuck that. I'm going to take money from hopefully future ads, future yeah, yeah. sponsors to the show. Dude, honestly. Like, honestly, I hope you that's, do. you know, and I'm not really, like, banking on it. Like, this isn't my this isn't my only thing I got going on. No, no, no. But if it could be something, like, if it ends up being something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's it. The way I always looked at things and the reason I do what I do, you know what I mean? Like my, my goal was to always flip houses. You know what I mean? Like I want to take houses that look like shit and I want to make them. them look good. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like we, we've become a society that takes everything and just demolishes it and starts new. We don't yeah. take like pride in what's actually still there. Yeah, you know I mean? dude. Preservation and like, like, like modernizing old that's why let me tell you like so you went to portugal for a year how many yeah. of those houses were built in 18 17 oh my you know god what I mean? maybe even longer than that exactly you know yeah. and that's that's where we lose out so like everybody wants to go architecture there is just different bro for it's real. just different for it's real. just different you got to go there and see it for yourself like european architecture whole other level you have buildings that have been on this earth longer than our grandparents you know what I mean? Longer real, than our great grandparents, real. and um, you know, we don't really have a history in America as far as architecture because we came from Europe, and then we implemented like the American style homes and exactly, all these things, exactly. and it's like it's all new. So yes, we have old historic homes here, but like, how many times you see them get ripped down and shit like that, and like not repurposed, like there are some stairwells that are really fucking nice and they got the spiral and everything. Yeah, the and they're like, nah, stairwells. fuck that. Well, here's the thing Let's with that. So the spiral stairwells now have to be a certain way for it to even pass inspection. So you well, have to have a certain, okay. Thing. So, so like the older ones, or even, obviously your grandfather. Let's use then. a better example than woodwork in yeah, the yeah. house. Yeah. Instead of sanding that thing down and staining it, they're like, nah, let's just get rid Take of it. Take it out. We'll do something else. So that's another thing. So like we were at uh, West point and we did a whole bunch of work in, one of the barracks that actually had a art studio in it and it had the metal trusses it had it was just beautiful it yeah. was like the architecture on this thing like i said 1800s it was beautiful damn and they just covered it up that's they, so they they put an eight bullshit, foot man. they put an 8 foot ceiling in and they did what they wanted it was it was disgusting to see exactly what they did but i mean granted the building came out great but you yeah, of course it came see... out great but like you could implement the old style with the new style by exactly. keeping some things and and you know implementing new things you don't have to just completely gut the whole thing and get rid of every nice For detail real. on it yeah, yeah it sucks but that's the difference so like that's why i like i like doing renovations and all that 
but that I had to do after like my HVAC stuff because that's my that's always been my specialty. Yeah, I mean you, you do know? a little bit of both, which is why you are M and S mechanical and home, home improvements, improvement. yeah, yeah. you know, because you know, fuck it. Yeah, you know? it's, listen, it's tough to get. Um, so like the company name is M and S Mechanical, but now that we do everything, you know, you had to go through all of the Connecticut state of Connecticut bullshit because they like to grab money any yeah, way they can. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no. So once I got my HIC and all that, you know, because I've built every built houses since I was a kid, you know, cause my mom would move into a house. Like, um, my stepfather did, uh, owned a bunch of houses and we fixed every one of them up, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, that, that takes, you know, years of experience that you've acquired, you know, just by doing that with him Shit, man! Like, like I said, if I've I ever need, shit since I was a kid, you know, so. when I ever need something, I'm gonna hit you up. You know, when I have my own oh, house, yeah. and oh, you know, yeah. I'm sure I like I like to do a lot of work myself too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I learned a lot just from this small space working on it with my dad. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, you know, and it's the more pretty... you do things, the more you learn. Honestly, you, you know, you, like you can read. Like remember in school, we always had to do the textbook bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So what I've learned from over the years was you you always have to learn out in the field. You know, you can't. You can't learn the same you gotta shit. You got to be hands-on. Exactly. You got to be hands-on with it. Exactly. It's funny because, um, uh, you know my buddy Joey. He's been on the show before. He's an electrician, and he helped me wire this camper. Uh, and, you know, once he – because I did, I did like, a majority of the work. He did all, like, the major work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I – wired everything and and i asked him you know give me a refresher like how do these things wire how do i you know how do i what do i connect to what and this and that yeah, and yeah. as soon as he told me it all came, came back, back. Yeah, it all yeah. came back and i wired you know i ran all the wire for everything and it was something that you know it never leaves you you just need like a kind of kick in the right direction exactly you know? exactly and that's where like the refreshers come in like i take courses probably every few weeks yeah only because you know you never know what you forget and what you do so i worked for a guy that was a um a duckless split dealer a mitsubishi dealer and um after like four or five years of not doing any you know i i was still able to do it but i was like man yeah. dude this shit's like foggy you know like like i could still do them but it was like you know i had to do a few before i was like all right yeah, yeah, no, yeah. this is what we do and this is that but that's where like like I said, my partner comes in handy because, you know, I don't even, I don't even have him come out to do any work. I have him just to, Hey, look, you know, um, you know, I'm running this here, you know, I do this and this and this. Right. And he's like, Hey, yeah, yeah, no, you know, that's exactly what you do. Yeah. As long, as long as they kind of guide you. Oh yeah. Dude, he's been, be... Like I said, he gave me my first chance when I was 13. I went and did a job with him, you know, and we did the summer programs and we did everything through Emmett and where the work-based learning and all that. Yeah. So I did everything with him. So the fact that when I opened up my own business, he was like, Hey, look, I will help you out any way I can. And I was like, all right, well partner up with me, you know, cause. And it's going to, you know, like you being fully licensed and insured, like that's going to also like make you more legit too. In people's eyes, because you know, you, you have people that just do this shit. Like I do my photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a side business. It's not even like a legitimate like tax ID or anything. It's just yeah, like, yeah. you know, a side business really. But That's you're where legit, the LLC bro. Comes in, man. Huh? Yeah, the LLC. The LLC. I wanted to make in. an LLC, but I was just, you know, the fact that I hated working with people yeah. and doing portraits long term. The I was fact just like, that Connecticut nah. will screw you any way they can. I'd rather just, I'd make more just on the side. 
Exactly. You know, but it's legitimate though. Like you have a legitimate business behind you, which is why once I saw that LLC, I was like, okay, I could actually like really, you know, I was hesitant when you approached me for the sponsorship and everything and, you know, for multiple reasons. But when I saw that LLC, I was like, damn, this dude's legit. And I honestly, like, I know you're not on social media that much, but like, I had no idea. I'm there, but I'm not there. Yeah. Like you're there to observe but not there to share i watch i don't really so like i started posting a bunch of jobs that i've done that's good that's advertisement yeah but for the most part like all of my stuff is word of mouth like i found a bunch of mechanical contractors as well that just want me to do their duck work and that's what i specialize in that's what i've always done yeah like i said my my brother's father opened up a sheet metal company you know 20 30 years ago that's awesome we did it when we were kids with him so that's where like my specialty comes in and I'm Hell like, yeah. I'll do that all day. Yeah, I man. love, but that's where you always got to do what you love, you yeah. know? And I'd love that, you know, as long as you're doing what you love, that's what matters. And, and the fact that, like I said, when I saw LLC after your company name, I was like, all right, he's no bullshit. He's legit. And like, let's do this, man. All legit. All, all legit. legit. All legit. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully. I don't mean, let the we'll tattoos see. fool you. Don't let the, he's professional. <laughs> nah, but I mean, everybody has tattoos now. It's becoming Dude, a norm. For real. So when I was when I was younger and I worked for a company out of Seymour Valley Sheet Metal, um, people looked at me weird when I'd go to a job and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm here to do your work," and they'd be like, "Yo, like, aren't you a little young? Like, where's your, where's your, uh, where's your worker? Like, you gonna have somebody with you?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm here to do the job," and they'd like. They wouldn't respect me until I was done with the job, and then they're like, "Oh man, you did a great job. You did this. You did that." Yeah, like, and then you look at them like, so "Yeah, much. I fucking know." <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, like, I know like, I, did I a tried great to job. be like really, really professional about everything, but it's like you know, nah, like, but yeah, when people no, no, doubt like, you, I did that. man. When people doubt you, you got to look at them and be like, "Yeah, I know. I, that's why I took the job that because I could do it." You yeah. know, like you got it. And that's know. where, like, like I said, I've been doing this stuff since I was thirteen years old. Yeah, you know, granted, it wasn't full time back then, but. I was still doing it every weekend, every summer, every, you know, every time we had off of school, I was there. You know, Mm -hmm. even when we were at school, I was there. Okay. You know what I mean? So that was like my biggest thing. Dude, I'm just trying to think of like all these different projects I could have you do. Yeah, for real. I'll give you you a good, good, uh, I'll give you a good. Yeah, I mean, well, we already got the the central air that you got to fix. For real. We got to, we got to, we got to talk about that, but, um. Yeah, man, I'm hoping that this sponsor sponsorship helps you out, um, just like it helps me out, and uh, I hope there's you know more shit to come your way. Oh hell yeah! And did, I that, hope that... did that person already contact you? That I not that I no? know. No, okay, they're know. gonna. I, I'm sure they're gonna hit you up soon. They asked me for your number. I was like, all right, here. You know, so dude, you're gonna keep busy. You know, I hope so. I mean, like, I gotta take the next probably three or four weeks easy. Yeah, because I got the kid coming, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah, but once we get going, we're gonna get going, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! So I think we're gonna end it here on a good note, um, dude. Honestly, pleasure having you on the show, dude. No, I appreciate that. Pleasure really having do. you as the first ever official sponsor of the Clocked Out Podcast, and um, you know, and hopefully hope we get you some damn you know business flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him have his kid first, people. But get this dude some business. We're starting booking <laughs> bookings as of March first. March first. Right. You heard be... it here. Book that shit to get your shit done. 
What was that slogan? <laughs> what slogan did I say? Get, get that shit serviced, dog. Get that shit serviced, dog. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his slogan now. We'll be with that slogan, hell yeah. <laughs> um, before we go, uh, just a quick couple things. Uh, if you have any interest in being a sponsor for the show, reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know the clocked out podcast pages, any of those you could reach out to me and inquire some information on that. Uh, if you need any mechanical HVAC home improvement needs, anything handyman stuff, let this dude come through and help you out as well at M and M and S mechanical and home improvements, LLC. Uh, you catch us every Tuesday, you know, I'm dropping an episode every week. It's fun. I get to drink with my friends you know but <laughs> uh there's going to be some some changes next week you know um i'm going to i'm not going to spoil it yet but i'm going to try to maneuver this whole area to make it look sexy you know hopefully it's more appealing it's all about improvements here you know and then hopefully once I am ready to design a, an official studio, I'll hit you up. Oh, hell yeah. Finish that hell shit yeah. up for me with your home improvements. No, I got you. Yeah. Um, yo, like I said, man, thanks for coming through. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure talking to thanks you. Thanks for having me. And, um, you know, catch you next Tuesday, bitches. Bye.